You're listening to the Long Overdue Podcast from Decatur Public Library in Decatur, Texas. And today we have Chris and Denise and Dawn and me. I'm Pat. And we're talking about camping. Why are we talking about camping at the end of the summer? Well, because, because now you Texas. Yeah, <laughs> now you can actually go camping. Right. If you want. <laughs> if you want. Right. Well, and not sweat like <laughs> crazy. And I, when I say that, I say that's tent camping, not RV camping with huh. AC and your TV and, <laughs> you know, what did you call it? Glamping. Glamping. Yeah. All right. Which if I was inclined to go camping, that's the only way I would go. Yeah. <laughs> so what do you need when you go camping? A place to use the restroom. That's the only thing? <laughs> no. And, but that's at the top, that's of, the the top of my list. <laughs> place to shower. A place to shut out the bugs and the snakes yes. and the other critters and creatures. A door that I can lock uh-huh. and feel relatively safe, even though after what I just read, I'm not ever oh. safe. <laughs> just, we'll get to that. Never safe. <laughs> Especially so, if so, you're camping next to a prison. Uh, yeah. Oh, my word. Sorry. Good thinking. <laughs> so who here likes camping? I have enjoyed camping in the past. I'm not sure I like it anymore. I've gotten right. older. Oh, you've gotten older. <laughs> if I go camping now, I have to have a cot. <laughs> I'm not sleeping on the ground. <laughs> I'm like, I need a mattress a and a door that locks. Don's like, I need a cot. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> well, and I need to be warm. So we went camping a while ago, and it was for scouts, and it was our first time with Cub Scouts camping. And we had the cot, and my dad gave me the zero-degree bag. Mm. And I'm thinking, okay, we're going to be good. And it got down to, like, right above freezing. Because, you know, scouts, wow. they get a special badge if you um, drop below freezing and you camp. Really? Oh, yeah. I did not know that. Yes, you do. They don't do that in Texas because it never happens. (laughs) But it does. So here's a badge for almost dying. (laughs) In this particular way. Right. Right. I'm just like, why wouldn't you want to camp in zero degree weather? Did did I mention the dying part? (laughs) I thought I did. You know, if I have a good sleeping bag, I'm okay. But let me tell you, I had one good sleeping bag. I'm on a cot. My husband's on the other cot. And we're trying to share the zero-degree bag. <laughs> so we have another another bag that's a 30-degree bag that we uh-huh. put underneath. So my backside was cold. My top was warm. Because you were on a cot? Weird. Yes. And the underneath was exposed yes. to the air. And, okay, let me tell you something about sleeping bags. If it says it's a 30-degree sleeping bag... Uh-huh. That means you can survive. <laughs> Not <laughs> that you're comfortable. comfortable. Right. I got you. <laughs> so if you want to be comfortable at 30 degrees, so this, get this a warmer sounds bag. Like, this sounds like when my, when my kids were little, my husband made this comment once when he bought a box of diapers. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it said 15 to 27 pounds. <laughs> so... 
You let the diaper get soaked to where it weighs 15 to 27 pounds. Is that what that means? <laughs> it's no. kind of a different thing. Oh, my so. word. <laughs> Child. I thought you were going to start to explain how you could use diapers to survive in a oh, I wouldn't situation know. where you were... I'm I'm not a survivalist. <laughs> you like stuff your clothes with diapers. <laughs> See, and I was thinking you could start a fire with it. What with what's inside? Of Ooh, the diaper, I don't know if that's a good idea. Yeah, I, say, I think that's. I think toxic. it would explode. Yeah, I think if it didn't explode, if it's I'm about to freeze to death. Fumes. I don't care. <laughs> You'll care later <laughs> when you don't wake up. <laughs> Huh. Okay. All right. Hmm. So there, there's a a short story by somebody. See, and I here's me trying to pinpoint stuff. Is it um, Robert Frost? Maybe <laughs> you're still thinking about that cold camping trip, <laughs> right? Well, that's what this whole story is about. And you might recognize it when I tell you. This guy goes. Um, he's got. He's like up in Alaska or someplace, and he's got to travel in the cold from one town to another and Mm -hmm. he makes this choice to do it and it gets dark and he's got him and his dog and he decides okay i can't go any farther i have to light a fire and so he stops and um he uh actually i think what happened is he stepped in some ice and it broke through and he got wet Mm -hmm. so it's super cold Mm -hmm. he starts a fire and he's starting to warm up well the heat from the fire Mm-hmm. was rising and it made the snow at the top of the trees melt and drop on his fire and put it out. Ooh. So he's like freaking out about living mm. through this whole thing and he looks at his dog. It's like if I could just get my hands, I mean even inside the dog to warm them up so that I could then light the fire and the dog senses it and won't come near him. <laughs> anyway, he dies. I think that this sounds I don't like think a actually, Jack London story. Jack London. Okay, like there who, you go. Did the yeah. dog survive? And <laughs> yeah, I think the dog survived. Oh, yes. <gasps> but I love that story. But that's kind of what this whole camping thing was reminding me of: freezing to death. <laughs> we had to have a literature connection, didn't we? We did. Thank you so much. For we that. also have tons of books about camping that will tell you how to camp right. <laughs> that yes. don't involve using. You see, your so dog. so I was yeah. There could go wrong in a few different ways. So you know. I mean, I guess if your tauntaun is already it's dead, what it's I was okay thinking to of one open, choice. But, but but you know. You know, if it's not, we don't want to go there either. Right. So. Unless you could just get your friendly dog to just breathe on you. Well, I mean, yeah, like getting his fur and stuff and get warm. But, Uh, oh, no, he was thinking, I think, a little more in-depth than that. (laughs) In-depth. Okay, well. On to brighter (laughs) situations. Brighter situations. So, has anybody else done cold weather camping? Like, one time... When my sister lived in Alaska um, for like three years. And one summer, my little sister and I went up and stayed with her for like six weeks. And when my parents came up at the kind of at the end of that six weeks, we went camping out in the wilderness. And it was really pretty and it was cold, but we slept in the car. Like that's what 
my sister and I did because mm-hmm. we that's just where we had to be because there wasn't room for us in the tent, which was okay. Yeah. But, I mean, so, so it wasn't for safety. But this, and this was summer, so it was cool based on where we had come from mm-hmm. in Texas, but it was not really cold weather at all. Mm-hmm. So you didn't have to sleep in the car for bear protection or anything? I didn't even think of that. <laughs> Thank you so much. Your your parents were sacrificing themselves I, for you. I, <laughs> There's I, no room yeah, to you know, <laughs> I never even thought about it. <laughs> we're just not going to tell you about the bears. <laughs> I think this wasn't bear season. <laughs> Although I think every season is bear season Especially in Alaska. In Alaska. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah. Well, hmm. I've camped in cold weather before. Yeah. I don't remember how cold it was. Uh-huh. But cold. It was cold enough to wear your jacket to bed. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. That was when I was really little. Okay. So, but so I don't remember that much about that. With a mm. sleeping bag. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. I think cold. I've mostly only done summer camping, and maybe that's why I hate it so much. So. I guess that was a fall camping trip that I had gone on with mm-hmm. the scouts, and it was here in Texas. Okay. Um, but the cold weather stuff I've done, we've been in the motorhome. But a lot of times we would take the motorhome. My parents would sleep in the motorhome mm-hmm. uh, in the comfortable bed, and then we always wanted to sleep in the tent. So mm. we would pitch the tent outside and sleep and then have to find the bathroom in the dark, <laughs> the outhouse. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> We had a bathroom. <laughs> I don't even think I had to take my own TP. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Pat doesn't know what to, to think about that. I don't. So when you went camping, did you camp at a campground? Well, so I wrote down the times I've been camping in my life, mm-hmm. all five of them, <laughs> <laughs> okay. except for the going to Alaska, because I'd forgotten about that. So one time we went, we were in Port Aransas, mm-hmm. which is on the beach, and most of the time, my parents like to go to the same place over and over again. So most of the time when we went to Port Aransas, we stayed in a little, like, cottage just off the beach and we could walk down to the beach but I remember one time we were on the beach but instead of pitching tents we slept in the vehicles again I don't remember why but like my little sister and I were in the back of a pickup Mm -hmm. no bears no no canopy over it (laughs) no it was just open open oh wait no there was a top but it wasn't like beds and things like that it was just a the Just a shell. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there was that. So not really a campground, just on the beach, okay. the public beach. And then there was one time when all the, the girls, like from middle school to high school from my church, went camping, but we went to somebody's farm hmm. and camped there. I don't actually remember whether we were in a tent or what we did. Did I just remember getting a really bad sunburn on the part in my hair? Mm. That's all I really remember about that. Hmm. Uh, Let's see. No, I don't think I was ever on an actual campground. I was going down the rest of the list, and no, I don't think so. I was just curious because Uh. most campgrounds have restrooms, public restrooms. Mm -hmm. 
but but you have to get there right so i was you curious you were giving me a funny look when i said something about the tp i didn't have to take my own tp i was curious where you went to the bathroom um hmm. <laughs> not something you really probably remember <laughs> you know i really don't remember i remember so there was this one time that we had my daughter was six months old mm-hmm. and we had a bunch of friends in the denton community orchestra mm-hmm. who decided we were going to go camping on somebody's place that had water like pond or I don't know if it was a lake or a pond or what it was but we took tents and we went there and so we had our little here's the path to the the latrine okay that was disgusting mm-hmm. yeah. um <laughs> but it was also I don't remember where it was really uh-huh. like you know within a few hours of Denton because that's where we lived and I remember it had snakes and we couldn't go in the water because there were too many snakes. Wow. Um, and it rained thunderstorms overnight. That was not pleasant. Been there. With a six-month-old. Yeah, not fun. So that's, that's the only one I actually remember the facilities. Okay. That was gross. That's all I remember. I don't know. That, that was it? That was all of them? No, that wasn't all of them. There was one other time. I don't. Well, there was one time when the, when I was in graduate school, and all of us in the English department decided we were going to go to Possum Kingdom Lake, mm-hmm. and I guess maybe that was a campground. So maybe we we did have like up the hill or something. There were restroom facilities, but that was the time that my husband and I took a little pup tent, and then it rained, and it rained. And it rained, and it rained, (laughs) and we spent a good portion of one day sitting in our cars, because that was the only place there was to get out of this torrential rain that just wouldn't stop. And the the tent was just soaked, and it was horrible. Yeah. Yep. So you've not had a lot of really super good experiences camping. None. <laughs> if we're going to go to super good, I will say none. 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 Yeah. And, and Denise, no camping no. ever. Mm-mm. Not a desire at all to go camping. Yeah. <laughs> so there was one other time that I sort of was camping. And this was the high school kids from my church. And we were going on a like camp out the weekend before school started. And this was just before my senior year in high school. And we went to Inks Lake. And we had actually rented some, I don't even know what they called them, cottages maybe, but they weren't cottages. They're big screen porches with yeah. roofs and doors. Um, so we had, to, you know, had sleeping bags and, and all that. But there were facilities just around the way and, you know, all that kind of thing. But it was still really gross, and I got a really bad sunburn, and that's when I discovered I was allergic to something in solar cane. Oh. Because a friend had solar cane, and I put it all over my sunburn. Uh And so my first day of school, my senior year, my eyes were almost swollen shut. And I, I mean, everything, it was terrible. So 
I went and did my get started with the year paperwork and then went to the doctor and he said, oh, I've seen this once before. Uh-huh. You're allergic to blah, 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 whatever. Wow. So, yay. <laughs> <laughs> that was my other swell camping experience. So I'm done now. <laughs> Sand and sunburns and torrential rain and snakes. That's what I think of when I think of camping. Yay. Well, I have one that, that involves leeches. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Gross. Tell that us about great. leeches. Uh, I don't know what it was about this one lake we would go to. We would go fishing. Um, and we never went camping. We went fishing. Mm-hmm. And then we camped while we were fishing. Uh, so, uh, you know, as kids would go swimming. And I, this one lake was just full of leeches. And we mm. would always, somebody, end up with a leech on them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So who had to pry them off? <laughs> who had to pry them off? Uh, my grandma would do it, or my mom. Did you use salt? Just throw salt on them? I think that's probably what they did. I know we got ticks before, too, mm-hmm. and they would use um, like a hot needle to try to get ah! Or a match or whatever, a hot match. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, just, you, just, you just burn them a little bit, and they, they <laughs> just let go a little and bit. fall off. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> so those were... You know, when you're young, it's not as big a deal. Now it's like, oh, I don't I guess it all depends on who you are. Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure at any age, I'm like, I'm not doing that. <laughs> well, you know, people now pay for leeches to suck on them. What is that for anyway? I don't know. It's like the old has become new again. Yeah. Right. No kidding. Leech therapy. I've heard yeah, people right. doing that. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. That's it really crazy. is crazy. Hmm. See, and I got it for free. (laughs) (laughs) You were cool before it was cool. (laughs) That's right. Oh. Hmm. So, yeah. So, tell us about some positive camping experiences. Well, we always had fun, right? So, all right, Chris, you go. You had that smile on your face like, ooh, I've got one. Do you remember a good camping trip that you had? We used to camp a lot when I was... When I was young, with my family, I haven't, I don't go camping now, I haven't been since, you know, since everybody's grown up and moved out and everything. So I just remember a lot of times we were camping when I was young, and I mean, I think it was always fun, I think we always had a good time. Uh, for the longest time, it was just tent camping, like we just had a little tiny, mm-hmm. little tent, uh, and then eventually we got a camper, but not like a... RV or anything like that. It was one of those pop-ups. Yeah. That just has like a little sink and a little table and and, a, and beds on oh, both yeah. sides. <laughs> one of those. My husband bought one of those once. Yeah? Oh. Yeah. We went once. I remember, see, there was one other time. Yeah. <laughs> so even, even with the pop-up. You it wasn't terrible. Uh-huh. But. But not great. Not great. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it sounds like you had fun with us. Yeah, yeah, I did. We did. I'm trying to remember any like exact things that were really interesting. Uh-huh. The only, <laughs> the only camping trip that I can remember that had some, um, some some kind of colorful things that happened was uh, it wasn't even really camping. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like my my parents got invited to this. 
I don't know what you'd call it, but it was for people that were going to retire and live in an RV. Hmm. And it was one of those kind of club yeah places but it was free it was like a free like two nights or free weekend at this oh were they trying to sell you something right? yeah like a, yeah yeah like okay. like you should retire and come here and all everybody else had these big rvs and stuff so it was like it was essentially just like a neighborhood except it, it looked kind of <laughs> like a little bit like a like a you know park or whatever yeah. and we had this little pop-up and there you know they have like this little recreation facility and and all that and and it wasn't like I said it wasn't really for camping but that's what we were doing there mm-hmm. <laughs> so there was no fire policy uh, and, oh, I, and you know we couldn't have a campfire or anything so I remember like we had a ceremonial fire at one point because because my dad had like a bottle of, of vodka or something like that and we got like a little pile of sticks and we stacked it up like made one, a little a, a little cone of sticks thing. yeah and and he poured some of that on there and lit it and, and like made this tiny little <laughs> tiny little fire that burned for like a couple minutes and and that was our fire not even long enough to roast a marshmallow no not really yeah okay i will say that um s'mores is you know one of those things that until you figure out how to do it without uh-huh. a campfire that it almost makes it worth it uh-huh okay. but once you figure out, you can just do that in, in the, the oven. <laughs> we can do it in the microwave. Did you not know that? No. Yep. A marshmallow in the Does microwave. Does your marshmallow for brown seconds? in the oven? In uh, the no, no, not really. Yeah. See, brown is important. Yeah, it has to get burnt. <laughs> and black. No, so no, no, no. I'm a brown. Person. No, I'm a crispy. It has, like, has to be crispy bright. on the outside. No, no black, no ashes, just golden brown. <laughs> Oh, and see, and yours is golden brown all the way around. See, when you do it on the campfire, you know, one side's black (laughs) and the other side is brown, maybe. No, you turn it. (laughs) It's even better if you set it on fire and then... Yeah. Oh, that's what my... That too. husband likes to do it's like a flambe yeah yeah (laughs) and then you just hold it up in front of you and you gently blow it out and then you eat it (laughs) no thank you i prefer golden brown that's funny so the other thing that happened on this camping trip in Mm -hmm. this place was um i we ended up sleeping outside Mm -hmm. i believe um no tent because it was nicer well we had the pop-up but we didn't sleep in it. Okay. I think we had limited space. I don't remember what was going on. I'm trying to remember why we did this and why I didn't sleep inside the pop-up because thinking maybe like me and dad slept outside and, hmm. the, and my mom and sister slept inside the pop-up. Man, I don't remember why this happened. But we bought these, uh, you know, these like lawn chairs. Mm-hmm. The ones that like fold out until like so you can go in oh, yeah. and fully mm-hmm. recline, and we we're gonna sleep on those outside. Well, mine like wouldn't stay together. Every time I'd move around, it oh. it like pop apart. <laughs> so I spent <laughs> half the night trying to get that together and not not working. And then I tr- I tried to contrive a various <laughs> different means of of sleeping. Like I put some coolers together, and I thought, oh, I'll just lay a blanket across the <laughs> coolers and sleep on that. No, that was that didn't work. So then I laid like some sheets down on the ground and just was going to sleep on the ground. Mm -hmm. And while I was laying there on the ground trying to fall asleep, a, I don't know what the right term 
for a group of raccoons is. <laughs> but a whole herd of raccoons. Like a herd, yeah. Yeah, just went right in front of me, like close enough for me to reach out and grab one. And one of them stopped right there in front of me and looked at me, and I looked at it, and I was. And then it just kept going. <laughs> I didn't see that on the video if somebody had been recorded. <laughs> it was it was pretty cool. It definitely made it worth it having having not getting any sleep all night. <laughs> the raccoon was probably thinking, What are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. See oh yeah, I remember another time. This was when I was really small. I was camping with my yeah, my family and and I ended up tracking a armadillo what yeah i found it and it was like hobbling around you know just like <laughs> armadillos do they're not super fast or anything and i, I was tracking it and i you know following it from behind i guess their vision's not very good uh-huh. right so, so i was like so at one point it like because i was behind it it like stood up on its hind legs and was like I like smell. sniffing the air and <laughs> stuff i smell something yeah and so I just stood still, and then I, it kept going, and then finally I got close enough, and I just, I just gave it a little tap on the shell, <laughs> and then I just, you know, just to say that I did, and it just, it just kept on going. Like Bert didn't even really notice I was there. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Okay, that was so really you just cool. reminded me of something that happened when I was camping. <laughs> so I was camping with scouts, and there's a. A training course that you go through um, that for adult um, leaders. Hmm. And I was doing that. And so um, I went down to take a shower. And they had decent facilities for a shower and all that. But it was exposed on the... There was like a, a foot or so underneath and then up above. Um, so I am in the shower showering i think i'm about done and all of a sudden some kind of critter like an armadillo or something peeks its head and starts to come into the shower with me and i scream and it gets really quiet (laughs) oh my gosh that scared the heck out of me yeah had a shower with an armadillo (laughs) so that same camping trip Uh uh-huh uh, we had so with scouts they tell you don't have snacks in your tent there's uh-huh, like a right. kitchen area for that and you don't have snacks and drinks or anything yeah. uh, in your space okay so they had a crate not a crate a um, what do you call this a pallet uh, underneath and then they did the army tents mm-hmm. up above and um, <clears throat> I had some I don't know, granola or something in a Ziploc baggie. It was all wrapped up and all that. And I thought, oh, that'll, that'll be fine. Well, <laughs> the day we were cleaning and packing mm-hmm. everything up, um, they said that they found a mouse underneath my pallet, which attracts <laughs> snakes. <laughs> it wasn't long after that that they saw the snake going and crossing the road and it's like oh my gosh (sighs) yeah scouts do things for a reason yeah (laughs) (laughs) they're pretty smart (laughs) who who was it one of your books that called scouts 
the uh, from the <laughs> Killers of the Flower Moon. Yeah. Like, yeah, someone's missing. We should call the Boy Scouts. <laughs> yep. So, anyway, what hmm. manager did you get for that? <laughs> you know, I don't know. <laughs> huh. I, hope, I hope all those kids got the badges. Yeah, for sure. Hoping the so- private detective badge. Hoping solve a murder. Pinkerton badge. I don't know why that didn't occur to me when we talked about that before. <laughs> it's like, what badge were they getting for? That? <laughs> no, I remember camping with Cub Scouts. I never stayed in scouting that long enough to be mm-hmm. anything other than that when I was little. But I remember doing that. Was it fun? That's it. I'm, yeah, it was fun. Yeah. Man, I do remember this one thing that was really cool. That I don't. I don't know how. I'm sure there's like some trick this is some kind of like smoke literally like smoke and mirrors <laughs> thing because uh the older scouts did this thing where they would tell this well okay so they were like they were like spitting like watermelon seeds or something like mm-hmm. that i don't know and they they well i'm gonna bounce mine off this star and off this star and off the moon and you could you they'd go up there and they go and you'd actually see it like go and like bounce off the stars really and and I was like, I remember when I was little, I didn't understand how this was going happening. Yeah, and you didn't stay in scouting long enough to find to out. To find out, yeah. If I stayed, <laughs> I would have found out. I imagine what it was was the campfire, and, and somebody in the back probably had like a little flashlight or something, that, or a laser pointer or something, if they had laser pointers back then. <laughs> Did right they now. have laser pointers back then, Chris? <laughs> I don't know. I was like four or five, five six years old i don't remember <laughs> i don't know and any, anyway yeah you could see, you know you'd huh. see it bouncing off the stars i'm sure it was like just some smoke and mirrors nonsense but it was hey. really impressive back then yeah it's very cool yeah it's a secret of the scouts you know <laughs> we'll never know how they did it or maybe yeah or maybe they're all just like they have they're trained in the, the secret ways of secret ways <laughs> of magic of the cosmos. Let me just tell you the one thing I really like about camping mm-hmm. is the food and the coffee. Coffee tastes the best in the morning when you're camping. Yeah, it's pretty red. And the fresh air, it just makes you hungrier. And so everything is just awesome. <laughs> you can have a hot dog and a burnt marshmallow. And it's, and it's cold. really good. I remember really enjoying the breakfast food, which was all mm. terrible for you. But all the like the little cinnamon rolls uh-huh. and, the, and fried pies and powdered donuts yep. and, and all that stuff. That was what we had for breakfast. It was all the stuff that we never had at home. Yeah. <laughs> which is something my grandmother always had. The fudge-striped round um, cookies. And I never had them at her house or any other time. It was just always camping. That's what she had. (laughs) This Mm -hmm. is camping food. Yeah. (laughs) You know what? That would make a really good s'more, too. Take those cookies and put the marshmallow between it. Yeah. Mm. Peeps are good on it as a s'more, too. Mm. I mean, oh. Oh. Um, Trust me, we roasted that chicken. <laughs> Is there a particular know. color that's better than another? Uh, the yellow. Yeah. I just did the plain uh, yellow. Like I don't think the flavored yellow. ones would. I don't think the flavor varies. Are there the flavored ones? There are. Are they? Yeah. Now there are like birthday the flavor. Oh, really? Oh. Really? Yeah. I was just thinking like the flavor that the food of the food color. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Because there's like a watermelon. Well, yeah, and like and the difference in flavors of M&Ms. Yeah. Yeah. Like you eat the brown ones first because they're bad. <laughs> and then you just go through the color wheel, you know. The brown eating. ones were the best. No, the brown ones are the worst because brown is not my favorite color. It's not so mine So you go either, through in order of what are your favorite colors. And so your favorite, you hold it till last. Right. And those are the best. So and your next brown. favorite. No, no, no. <laughs> the red. The brown M&M's melt faster. You're crazy. No, someone did a science experiment oh, of that in, in, when science I was in school. And, uh, and yeah, the brown M&M's melt the fastest. So that's why you eat those first is because they will melt in your hands. I don't believe it. <laughs> and the red ones, you. you know, at least initially when they came out with red, were toxic. Well, sure. That's why you save them for last because they're best. <laughs> Obviously, if they're toxic, they taste the best. <laughs> Right? Why else would you go through that? Right. Okay, so you, you leave the red ones till last, so you eat the brown ones, and then what, what other order? Um, probably, well, it, you know, now we have, there used to be two browns, like the yes. brown and the tan. Mm-hmm. So you'd eat brown and then tan, and then orange, and then green or yellow, depending on the, my mood that day. Uh-huh. And then red is last. Now there's blue, yeah, so I always blue. have trouble with blue and red because blue is really my favorite color, but I've always liked red M&M's best. Mm-hmm. So now I kind of save the blue and the red till last and then sort of eat them together. Can you ever eat a handful of M&M's with one of each color? Yeah. You can, okay. I can. <laughs> doesn't work as well. <laughs> It's not as enjoyable. <laughs> it's not. Is that what is that what the, the deal with all these different candies and the different colors? Is it is like a secretly a way of feeding people's OCD tendencies? Very likely. Because I usually just eat the dang things. I don't care what color what? they are. Or I, think what, about gosh, I mean, when I was a kid, I used to do fun things like sort them out. But now that I'm an adult, I'm just like, I don't care what color it is. I'm just <laughs> going to eat it. So, mean, you know, no. so the M&M's, they don't really taste wow. any different. So I'm kind of that way. Yeah. But like with Skittles, Skittles. or something that has a little bit like uh, the star Starburst. Yeah. I've got my favorites. Oh, well, those that are flavored, I don't eat the ones that aren't my favorites. (laughs) Yeah. I pick out the ones I like, and that's all I eat. (laughs) It's different flavors. Makes sense. Does anybody eat this candy when they're camping? What candy? M&M's and Skittles. No. No. Nope. I remember uh, one time I was, we went camping and I ate a lot of sunflower seeds. Hmm. I got sick. Ew. Not because of the sunflower seeds. Couldn't eat sunflower seeds after that. Oh. <laughs> Can you know? Uh, probably, but I don't. Yeah, I mean, it was a big thing, eating mm-hmm. sunflower seeds. You know, you crack them and spit them like the watermelon seeds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, don't really eat them. <laughs> so, Denise, what did you bring to contribute to this discussion today? <laughs> the thing that I always bring. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Before Murder she goes into that. <laughs> Well, which I, which may lead into I will say things. that one time we did camp next to a prison. Uh-huh. It was a, I don't know what the deal was, but it was this little <laughs> camp, you know, this little park. I don't know if it was like a state park or or whatever, but like the even the campsite where we were at, you know, you could go back and 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 go through the trees a little bit, and you could see the prison back there in the background. Oh my mm. word! It and was of course, a, being a boy, you went back there and well, yeah. check it out. Yeah, and listen, listen to like all the commotions and stuff. <laughs> what see the, the lights? Yeah. 
It's a mystery. It wasn't like a hot, you know, maximum security prison for murderers or anything like that, but. So you think. I know. That's <laughs> so. like Pat sleeping in the car because her parents wanted her to, not yeah. because they not were bears. Because there was no room in the tent. So we thought, yeah. That, that was fun. So. What you got? Really, Denise. So. There are many reasons why I won't ca- go camping. One of them is that I don't want to be murdered. Murdered? Yeah. Now, why would you think you were going to get murdered while you were camping, Denise? Because uh, a lot of people have been murdered while they've been <laughs> camping. <laughs> <laughs> and all kinds of different camping situations. What? And hiking. Oh. And going outdoors is just bad. Going outdoors. <laughs> <laughs> Just going outdoors is bad. Okay, so going outdoors. it's not like they're they're dying because they got bit by a snake or they no, got attacked no, no, no. by a bear. I'm talking murder. <laughs> murder but, by other people. But huh? I went hiking and fell and hurt myself. <laughs> Someone else was following you and they hurt you. Like by a person. Yes. Yeah. So on June 21st of 1972, mm-hmm. ooh, the bodies of Anne Durant. And Leif Carlson, who was a Swedish exchange student, were found in their sleeping bags where they'd been camping on Vancouver Island. Although their murder was never solved, a man named Joseph Henry Burgess remained the prime suspect until his death in a police shootout in 2009. Wow. So reportedly, Burgess, who was known as a Jesus freak, had complained to people just before the attack that he was offended as a Christian by unwed couples staying on the beach together. The gun he had used in his fatal shootout decades later was registered to David Eli, a man reported missing in 2006 while on a camping trip. I wonder how he got that gun Hmm. from a man that went missing on a camping trip. Well, and I find it very interesting. I mean, how do you know if they're married or not? I guess he probably went up and started talking to people. And Are you married? <laughs> no rings on their fingers. And well, he was like, oh, oh. And they're staying in the tent together. Maybe they didn't want anybody to steal it. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't worried about murder. They were worried about theft. <laughs> uh, he came up again as a suspect in the murders of Christian camp counselors, Lindsay Kurtshaw and Jason Allen who were shot while sleeping on Jenner Beach on August 15th of 2004. So in on June 13th of 1977, three Girl Scouts were raped, <gasps> bludgeoned, and strangled while on a camping trip at Camp Scout, or Camp Scott in Mays County, Oklahoma. <sighs> Chillingly, a camp counselor had reported a strange incident less than two months prior. Donuts had been stolen out of a box she'd brought for the Scouts. And a handwritten note was left in the box, empty box promising to murder three campers. <gasps> oh. Tragically, that threat was carried out with the murders of Lori Lee Farmer, Doris Denise Milner, and Michelle Heather Goose. The primary suspect, George Leroy Hart, was acquitted at trial but later died while serving time for other crimes. Did we mention at the beginning of this podcast that this is an adult podcast? <laughs> Do not let your scouts listen to this podcast. <laughs> they will never want to go camping. I think it's important for Girl them to hear boys. this, to know what to be aware of. Well, you don't want to scare them. <laughs> is that right? Maybe you do. I don't know. <laughs> don't well, you know, that's really interesting. I think you're more, you, you know, you're more careful. But 
that's ridiculous. He even said, I'm going to do it, and they didn't do anything. So the bodies of campers Julianne, Julie Williams, and Laura Lolly Winans were found on June 1st of 1996. Also, don't go camping in June, y'all. Yeah. (laughs) Let's see. The same day that Williams was supposed to start a new job that she and Winans were set... They decided to go celebrate for with a little trip to Shenandoah National Park. They were found naked, bound, and gagged, although there have been suspects, including Daryl David Rice, who'd served time for an attempted abduction of a female bicyclist in the same park, as well as regional serial killer Richard Mark Evanitz. No one has ever been charged with a double homicide. So I'm seeing a lot of people died. No one was <laughs> no, no one was charged. Wow. <laughs> they think it was this person, but no one was charged. Oh, this one happened in November. Oh, there you go. November 14, 2015, six members of the Camp and Johnson families were shot and killed at a Texas campsite. Now we got closer to home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thomas Camp had bought a tract of land in Anderson County intending to create a rural getaway for he and his fiance, But William Hudson believed the land rightfully belonged to him. He ingratiated himself with the vacationing families, drinking beers with them around the campfire, and then shot four of them in the woods, returning later to kill the remaining two. Oh, my word. And those are just, like, actually outdoors camping. I got, like, being in a cabin in the woods. <sighs> Appalachian Trail. <laughs> wow. Now, now, the Appalachian Trail, I have heard some wingdingers yeah. from that area. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of Same scary. Here. Which is really kind of <laughs> hiking in general. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. See, and that's the sad thing. I mean, even as a family, you're not safe. I mean, mm-hmm. you, you're trying to be friendly because you're out camping with somebody and then they just are psycho. So was anybody convicted in that one? I think, I'm guessing he was because they actually knew what happened. Like that he lured four of them out into the woods and killed them there. And then he came back and killed the other two. Good grief. I don't know. I'm thinking don't don't lay all your eggs out in this basket here, Denise. We might need to have a, a different podcast <laughs> <laughs> mm. about camping. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And these are just the ones that the people were found. Right. right. Yeah. So this guy, this guy, what's his name? David Paulides. He was a private investigator who served as a Los Angeles police officer for over 20 years. Mm-hmm. He was talking with a park ranger and he was informed that tons of people go missing in <laughs> national parks. Tons of people. Just part of orientation. People Lots of people. missing. Lots. Wow. And so he was like, well, that all sounds really weird. I'd like to do some investigating on this. And so he tries to obtain a list of missing people in Yosemite National Park. Mm-hmm. And this was, let's see. He was told that no such document existed because the Department of Interior does not keep any record of missing people within their park systems. To obtain wow. this information, 
It would cost him $34,000. A list of missing persons for the entire United States park systems was a staggering $1.4 million. Because that's how many people went missing. Like the, to, For him to get a list of people was going to cost a huge amount because there was a ton of people. Wow. So he decided to not pay that and instead filed hundreds of Freedom Information Acts. <laughs> oh, very good. Some were accepted while others were denied for unknown reasons. So he started investigating all these, like, missing people. And he wrote a whole series of books about his findings called The Missing 411 books very cool wow. and so apparently he found that there was quite a bit of perplexing characteristics mm-hmm. about a lot of these missing people cases the search dogs behave strangely whenever you would send them out there and see they couldn't pick up a scent or simply didn't want to um you're out doors like i i read some of these and i'm like mm, those don't really sound strange mm-hmm. like you're taking dogs out into a national park where there's all kinds of smells mm-hmm. there's people there's animals there's <laughs> all kinds of smells right um the body is found in an area that has been searched before and that reminded me of the book that you had read uh-huh where the guy was just standing there yeah. And all these search people just didn't see him. Yeah. And I'm like, that's not all that strange. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Now that you've uh, had now that I, experience. Now that I know about that, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that doesn't sound strange. It just sounds like you missed it because there was leaves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, missing clothes. Mm-hmm. There was always um, shoes or pants, shirts, jackets that were often removed even by children who were too young to do it themselves. And they couldn't explain, like, why a person would do that, especially if, like, the temperature was not warm. Mm -hmm. And sometimes they were found neatly folded. Weird. That is weird. Oh, oh, this was my favorite. German ancestry. Apparently, those with German heritage appear to go missing at much higher rates. What? Yeah, national parks. <laughs> That's this. weird. It is. <laughs> yep. Um, also, berry picking. Yes. People that decide they're going to go and pick some berries. We did that. Also, mm-hmm. seem to go missing yeah, at higher rates. Inconvenient berries. Yep, they are actually <laughs> or in a lot of ways. It's also a food supply for something else yes. that you're like, I'm going to take this. And there's another bigger animal that's like, uh, no, like, no, <laughs> like a, like Bigfoot. <laughs> exactly. Like, Bigfoot. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Those are exactly like that. <laughs> huh. Has anybody seen Bigfoot? We, we know Denise hasn't, because she's not been Cause out she there. Because I haven't been out, out there, yes. <laughs> Being last in line. 
One of the most recurrent of, of all trades. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are those in a group who happen to be the last in line? Well, yeah. <laughs> it's easier to snatch you. You look back and so-and-so <laughs> is gone. It happens all the time. Right. Have you not watched Jurassic Park? <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. So the National Parks website nps.gov does have a whole list of cold cases Mm -hmm. so people that have gone missing or unsolved homicides they've got a whole list of them where you can see you know pictures of missing Mm. people posters Mm -hmm. in case you have information about people that have gone missing there's a park ranger on here that's gone missing and it makes me sad so maybe we need to investigate one (laughs) <laughs> it might caught uh you're not getting make out us there. go camping <laughs> <laughs> we might have to camp out i think i'll let you do that one by yourself <laughs> oh she would send me out there by myself <laughs> to go and investigate you okay. have a no, no 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 i'll let you do that one without me <laughs> <laughs> thanks no. it sounds like a you and chris episode really <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yes, nps.gov has got a whole list of cold case files. Mm. Uh, If you have any information, you can call or text the ISB tip line. You can submit a tip or you can email them or even message them on Facebook or Twitter. Facebook and Twitter. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Sounds fascinating. So, yeah, people go missing a lot when they're outside <laughs> camping. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not going to be one of them. <laughs> so one that was really freaky that I remember yeah. growing up was um, somebody, I think um, there was a young child that was taken from the tent that her, she had family sleeping in the tent with her mm-hmm. and they cut a hole in the side of it and pulled her out. Oh gosh. And, oh. Um, yeah. So. Mm-hmm. I remember reading a story in her, I think it was a Reader's Digest or something one time about a bear that did something like that. Oh. Like pulled this girl out of the, through the window of a camper. Wow. Like why of all things mm. like her sleeping bag was like up in one of the like the the raised areas of yeah. this like you know pull i guess pull i pull her iv rv you know how they have that little window area yeah. up in the top and for whatever reason the bear decided to reach in there and like pulled her out sleeping bag and all and the grandfather went out there with a flashlight and fought the bear off with a flashlight did he win yeah wow he, i mean he didn't kill it or anything but it would come after him, and he would, like, blind it, and then he'd, like, hit it on the nose uh-huh. until it finally just Good ran grief. away. Oh, my word. Yeah. That you reminds- go, Grandpa. <laughs> nice <laughs> job. That reminds me of that one guy that I saw a video about. His name was Carl. And he was out. Gosh, I, I don't remember. What oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and him and his buddy were just, like, hanging out on his porch and he had this adorable little chihuahua. And she started barking. And he goes out there and there's a bear. And the bear's trying to get his little dog. And he's... Carl is my favorite of 
little old men ever because he starts cussing at the bear, goes <laughs> over there and punches it in the face because <laughs> he's not getting his dog. And I'm just like, yes, Carl. <laughs> Saved his little dog. The bear ran away. Oh, <laughs> yeah. He just went over there, cussed that bear out and punched him in the face. <laughs> like, that bear didn't know what he did. Exactly. It's all like, who knows? Yeah, oh, I'm wow. not going to eat your dog. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hmm. Uh, so I know that that's like a lot of bad stuff about camping, but there's a lot of good stuff about camping. Yeah. It's actually been proven that um, it's good to be outdoors for your mental health and learning and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's good to be in nature. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To go hiking. Do you want me to tell you about like people that. that have died hiking? <laughs> No. So you don't even have to go camping for these things to happen. Is that what you're saying? Like, That's even exactly if you're just out, saying. you I just have a, to be outside. Got a list of, uh, oh no, general, let's see. I think that it's, I, I, I don't know. I'm, general hiking. You're seeing a theme here, Curtis? I think that, that it's I think not that camping just, itself. I don't know. I think hiking that, in general can be dangerous, especially if you do it alone. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. That's good <laughs> advice for everybody. Yes, it is. I went against that one time. I think I told y'all that once. Did I tell y'all? I went. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought I did. Yeah. Went hiking, and I thought, oh, this, this is no big deal. Yeah. Because nobody else would go with me. I thought, I'm going hiking. Mm-hmm. And as I got out there, there were like three guys coming the opposite direction. And mm. that was the first time I thought, this isn't a good idea. Something <laughs> bad could happen to me. And very easily. Mm-hmm. And I, even though I had my cell phone, um, yeah, the battery went dead. Oh. Yeah. And I don't think I'd told anybody where I was going. Oh, my God. This just keeps getting worse. Have, haven't you seen 120, what is it, 127 hours? hours? I yes. have seen that. Always yeah. leave a note. Yep. Yeah. Always, always. So even Lovely. though you think, oh, it's no big deal, I'm just going to go out for a little bit, whatever, even that book that I read, yeah. you know, yeah. she didn't say where she was going either. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Always leave a note or tell somebody. So it's nice. not go with somebody yeah 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 that's all good advice yes do these do these things and and don't and and come back i'm trying to think of a, a good way a positive way to spin this that this is not this is not the rule this is just the things that happen sometimes just like sometimes people get in car accidents most people drive their car every day and never have a wreck right right it's the same thing with camping and stuff, right? Right. So, yeah. Somebody told me once that, you know, what are you worried about? And you plan for those things that you're worried about. And then, you know, if it happens, then you're okay. But odds are it's not going to happen. On New Year's Day. <laughs> 2008. Meredith Emerson was hiking on the aptly named Blood Mountain with her dog, Ella. Well, that was the first mistake. Well, yeah. <laughs> she was joined for a reason. by drifter Gary Michael Hilton. They hiked together for a while before Emerson continued up the trail alone with her dog. When she came back, Hilton was waiting for her. He kept her hostage, demanding the pin for her ATM card, while she fought him and repeatedly gave him the wrong numbers. After four days, he tied her to a tree and decapitated her. <gasps> Although he couldn't bring himself to kill her dog. Oh! 
It was hard, he told investigators. You got to remember, we had spent several good days together. He pleaded guilty and received a life sentence instead of the death penalty in exchange for cooperating with authorities and revealing the location of Emerson's body. He was later convicted in three other murder cases as well. Hmm. I'm not ever going hiking. Okay, so... Or outside. That's it. I don't know how I'm getting to my car. (laughs) (laughs) I guess I live here now. (laughs) (sighs) Wow. (laughs) I can't argue with you. However, (laughs) however, she did go by herself. And I bet her dog was not like a big dog. It was like yeah, a little tiny. Kind of, yeah. Little tiny if you go hiking with somebody, make sure it's somebody you actually know. Yeah. Do you want me to look up the right. statistics of how often it's someone that you know? Oh, like, We're just talking about minimizing your chances. I'm sure you know. You, there's no way you can be ready for everything. <laughs> Denise. <laughs> anyway, all of this is just an episode about why Denise is never going camping. <laughs> I think this is just an excuse, Denise. <laughs> I already, like... It's all an excuse. Aside from the people, yeah. <laughs> aside from the murder, I think I also made myself pretty clear why I would never go. That's <laughs> true, yeah. Aside, aside from, from the murder. <laughs> from the murders. Yeah. No. And the going missing and all yeah. that. So my sister and, and her husband, they like camping. They're, they're really into primitive camping. Mm-hmm. Which is like not on a park, like and like established yeah. sites where you have like outlets and mm-hmm. and like a little spigot and stuff. Like mm-hmm. you just take your your you know your tent and your sleeping bags and stuff, and you hike up to some random place until you find a place that looks good, and then you you camp there. They've done that. They like that. They got chased by a moose once. Oh my goodness! Cool. Yeah, well, that was pretty. Did rad. it catch him? No, they got away. <laughs> <laughs> Mooses can be can be very dangerous mm-hmm. yeah mo- mooses are so mooses. and mooses my, 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 moose <laughs> mooses. moose that's another podcast yeah whatever <laughs> anyway yeah i don't know i don't know if i would go i don't know if i would go camping like if i you know i mean i guess i would if there was ever like a time or it's just like let's go camping i don't know I, I i kind of am to the point where i think that i would prefer to at least be in like some kind of a cabin or something like that because i'm not really into sharing facilities with people mm-hmm. yeah so, so i don't think that i would be into that sort of camping. The pro- plural of moose is moose like moose how do you know if you're talking about one or twenty the context i don't think it yeah (laughs) what if you're talking about different varieties of moose oh man then you have to put the the descriptors in i guess what about if you're talking about possessive the moose's hooves or the moose's nose (laughs) that's mooses (laughs) it's just moose one or 20 it's moose okay and that's what the Oxford Dictionary people tell me. So, <laughs> so I think the most, the person with the most positive things and experiences to share with us is Dawn. Mm-hmm. And if, if you want to talk to somebody about good camping experiences, <laughs> she's the one. I think you're the one to talk to. Yeah. 
probably. I, I like. I, I remember camp, a lot of camping experiences mm-hmm. as being good. I just don't remember a whole lot because it was so long ago. Yeah. Mm. Well, and the thing about Dawn is she's all like, well, that wasn't so great, but I'd do it again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, yes, I would. <laughs> I did go camping with my dad once re- before, when I was... Um, moved out and stuff we and it was on an estate that that him and his sisters inherited um just a big bunch of land with you know tree, not cleared or anything just left to grow wild and everything like that and he has he'd go out there you know every so often and like work on it and work on getting a well built and stuff and he had a he had a tent built out there i don't know i don't know how i did this <laughs> because it was like this time of the year mm-hmm when we did this like mm. like early july and i slept wow. out in that weather and it was wow. hot <laughs> this was like thing. three you know, or four years ago at least up north it cools down at night and it feels a lot better right. when the sun goes down down here it's still 80 yeah, degrees still hot <laughs> and if it's humid <laughs> oh which yeah. it usually is yeah. it's unbearable it's awful mm-hmm. i don't know why i did that well, I, I was. It was still fun. Everything about it was it was good, except for it being so hot. But I don't know how I managed. Like, so let me ask you a question. So, y'all, when you went camping, went camping. So, when we went camping, we went fishing, and we camped at the lake. We we stayed at the lake. So we really had something to do on our agenda. That mm-hmm. that's the main activity. So, what did you guys do when you went camping? Well, so when I was a kid and we went to Port Aransas, it was for fishing. Okay. And playing in the water. I mean, that's that's what we went. We didn't go to camp. Okay. We went to play in the water, whether it was with a fishing pole or just in our swimsuits. Okay. That's what we went for. You? Do you remember? I think we just went to camp. Like I said, there was the times where we went with the Boy Scouts mm-hmm. to do Boy Scout things. Yeah. I don't remember what we did. <laughs> but no, no we normally... Um, no, I guess I could say that this is kind of like camping. Some of it involved, sometimes we'd be in a cabin, but we used to go to, um, to, oh my gosh, is it Con Can? It's like, it's really like in way far South Texas. Mm-hmm. And there's the, there's a, the, a lot of rivers down there that people like to do recreation like the Frio River that was like a big spot for everybody for a long time and that was like a family thing that we do with my dad's family every Hmm. summer was it really cold yes really it was really awesome like usually the river was pretty pretty cold okay I mean not like freezing cold but Mm -hmm. so it was nice and really clear and you do inner tubing and stuff like that tubing down the river that's a big thing down there yeah. I've heard that recently there's like another river that people like more. I don't know. Haven't been in a long time. But mm-hmm. sometimes we would camp like in our pop-up and then other times mm-hmm. we'd share a cabin with the rest of my dad's family. So that was yeah. when we would go to do things other than just be outdoors and camping. Okay. We went for the river. I think we've lost Pat. <laughs> well. <laughs> She's like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know to that I have anything anymore. to contribute. <laughs> I really don't. <laughs> it's okay. The the other times, like when I went with groups, like the groups from church or the, you know, people we were in orchestra with or whatever, 
you know, it was to hang out with those people. Mm-hmm. And I can think of lots better places and mm-hmm. things to do, situations to mm-hmm. hang out with people I want to hang out with and then go home to my own bed at night or go to at least someone, some, you know, a hotel or something mm-hmm. with showers and food someone else prepares and yeah yeah air conditioning certain levels of comfort and no bugs and snakes (laughs) that's right (laughs) see for me i really sometimes think i was not born in the right era Hmm. i feel like i should have been born like with the cowboys and indians wow sometimes a cowboy or an indian yeah well i am Hmm. indian Hmm. and i don't know but i mean i feel like that's part of what I really enjoy is mm. just being outside mm-hmm. and the, I mean like now I would love to go on like a cattle drive wouldn't that be fun <laughs> <laughs> smelly right. and dusty and sweaty <laughs> and I love the smell of horses dangerous. I would love to yeah. like learn some dove kind of stuff but I don't want to go through the river with all the snakes <laughs> that's not in it no we're not going to do that I don't know. I just hmm. stuff like that. I just feel like I can you do need it. to find yourself a dude ranch. Yeah, I've well, thought about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that would be. Was that City Slickers? Yeah, yeah. Where they do that? Yep. They do like a a cattle drive. Hmm. Experience or whatever. Yes, they do. <laughs> that sounds like that's what you need to do. <laughs> I tried to get my family actually to do that this last summer when we went on vacation. Yeah. They were not into it. I would have so stayed for a whole week at one of those places. <laughs> Done the campfires at night, rode horses during the day. Really? And they're like, no, not interested. <laughs> hmm. oh, on an island by myself. <laughs> okay, I could do an island. <laughs> oh, all of a sudden it's different if it's an island well and there's a and there's a bed yes yeah, so there's a, bed a shower and air conditioning <laughs> oh okay so. so maybe gilligan's island didn't mm. they end up having one a shower I don't know. oh i think they probably did they kind of made up one yeah <laughs> they had a hammock for a bed yes they did <laughs> and you know we know we know some of us are tinkerers who can develop a shower. <laughs> we learned that last episode. <laughs> All you need is some spare parts. That's right. And to know generally right. what it looks like. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's all it takes. Okay. So let me just say I do prefer my bed. Yeah. I'd much rather sleep in my bed than on a cot. But I really do enjoy being outside. Well see I I have discovered that I enjoy, like, taking walks or hiking a little or, you know, experiencing the outdoors. Just don't make me stay for a long time. Yeah. Or don't make me stay overnight or don't make me cook my food there. Really? Yeah. It's like the funnest part. Mm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean, your face gets blistered because you have to stand in front of the fire to cook your hot dog. No, that's not This one time we were camping with scouts and Uh it was so cold outside. Mm -hmm. It was taking so long for the coffee to heat up and and all this stuff. And I I don't remember where I went, but my husband was helping cook like pancakes. Mm -hmm. And so he had this cast iron griddle. (laughs) 
It snapped in two. <gasps> oh, dang. Because of the oh, variation in temperature, yeah. because it was so cold out and it was on that hot fire. Gracious. Yeah. Anyway. Dang. Mm, mm, mm. Wow. I would only go when it's cold. I think that's that's it. I think that's my only prerequisite. Yeah. I'm not going when it's warm or mm. there's a possibility of sweating while I'm trying to sleep. Right. Only when it's cold and I have to I have to have covers and the fire actually feels nice to be next to. Yeah. I think that's the only time I would camp. Like mm-hmm. when I would actually willingly choose to go and be like, Hey, let's go camping. Hmm. Yeah. It's not fun when it's hot and you're like it's so hot in Texas. So have yeah. we convinced all the listeners to go camping anytime soon? <laughs> Well, we haven't convinced Denise. <laughs> no, we haven't. I, I hope that we won't. I hope that we won't dissuade anyone from enjoying the great outdoors. The great outdoors, because it is it is nice to be outside. I appreciate it. So just be cautious and make yeah. choices. Enjoy the cooler weather <laughs> um, as we're getting close to fall, and yeah. Yay! Thanks for listening, everyone. It's been the Long Overdue Podcast.